different biblical stories or books resonate with us in different seasons of life. The nativity story and birth of Jesus may hit differently after you've become a parent yourself and felt the weight and responsibility of raising and keeping alive another tiny human, shaping them and seeing your best and worst qualities reflected in them. Maybe healing stories hit differently after we or a loved one receives a difficult diagnosis. Or maybe the image of Mary, Jesus' mother, standing at the foot of the cross hits differently when you yourself are walking through the waters of grief. The power of scripture is that it is never done with us. There is always more to learn by turning it over and over and over again. These past five plus years that we have been navigating towards this day, without fully realizing it or intending it, the theme of wilderness has come up again and again and again in our worship, in my sermons. We have journeyed with Abraham and Sarah as they left their home to follow God's call into the unknown. We wandered with the Hebrews after they left the familiar chains of slavery into the vulnerability of desert wilderness, where they had to rely entirely on God for everything, their food, shelter, water, direction. Wandering in wilderness, in these stories and in our story here at Ibrox, has meant learning to be present in the unknown, in the uncontrolled and in the unpredictable wildness of God's love, direction, and providence. Those in this church family who have walked this journey from our visioning day all the way back to my very first year with you all in 2018 to today, each one can share their experience of how God has loved and provided for us every step of this unknown, uncontrolled, and unpredictable journey. This scripture in Deuteronomy is about a day like today, when the Hebrews finally enter the land that they've been waiting for and wandering towards for a generation. And suddenly they are on the threshold between wilderness and this long-awaited home. And Moses is reflecting back how they have been changed and prepared for this new home because of the time they spent in the wilderness. The line that really stood out to me was when it said, God humbled you, causing you to hunger, then feeding you with manna, to teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. 
Well, we have certainly been through hungers, the ups and downs and twists and turns of a pandemic, of presbytery mission planning, and a thousand and one times in this project where we felt entirely out of our depth. And yet, looking back, I can see how God caused us to hunger to then feed us with manna. For every hunger we felt, manna was provided. We hungered for advice and expertise in developing proposals and budgets, how to know what was needed, what was feasible. And manna came through Gary McFarlane, through Roger Fleming, through Ian Cavan, with Design to Succeed. And they truly have shepherded us these past four years with technical advice, writing and rewriting our business plan and our budget, piecing together all the layers of permissions required and translating the language of architects and builders into something that we and I could understand. No easy task. We hungered for financial clarity and oversight to understand what was possible, that we wouldn't go beyond our resources. And manna came through Meredith, Greta, and Jean Renfrew as our treasurers, who together transformed our accounts and spelled out our trajectories so that we could make informed decisions as a Kirk Session and as a building team. We hungered for advice and support in navigating the labyrinth of bureaucracy that is the Church of Scotland. Manna came through people like Robert Patton, who as Presbytery property convener believed in our vision and advocated for us as we jumped through the endless hoops of permissions. And Manna also came through our liaisons to the general trustees, Stuart Toy and John Maddock, who after thorough vetting and screening of our plans, then went to bat for us with the general trustees, securing nearly four times the amount of grant funding beyond what we had even dared ask for. We hungered to know if we were making the right strategic sacrifices, like giving up our sanctuary, beloved and beautiful as it is. And manna came through Pete Sneddon and Reconnect Theaters, who are patiently working towards a partnership with us to repurpose our sanctuary as a theater for the benefit not just of us, but of our whole community. We hungered for support to do more than the limits of what our reserves would allow. And MANA came through many grant funding bodies. MANA came through Morag Fleming and her experience with grants and fundraising and all the time and energy she put into writing and submitting applications on our behalf. MANA came through our community council with Avril Williamson informing and encouraging us towards funding pots that we were not previously aware of. 
Thank you for our screens, by the way. And manna came through pledged giving from our members, even during the midst of a pandemic. And manna came through a generous donation from Marilyn Lee's halfway through the project, which allowed us for the first time to see a finish line that we could afford and was also fit for purpose. God allowed us to hunger, to feel that need, that gap beyond our individual resources and abilities so that we had to look beyond ourselves. We had to look to each other. God provided the manna required for this journey by bringing us together. Not just members of this church family, but people from other churches, other presbyteries, the wider community and beyond. We became each other's manna. Because we could not rely on our own individual capabilities or an infinite budget from reserves to buy these things, we had to come together. God orchestrated us to come together. Each person doing their part, offering their peace, their skill, their gift, their support to take ownership of this project and this path. And as we come into this new season of being back in our own house, in our own space, as Moses warns the Hebrews, may we not forget the lessons of wilderness. May we not be lulled by the siren song that says we can be self-sufficient, that we can let go of God or ignore each other. The true success of this journey, of this project, is not in the visible building around us. The true success is in the invisible, in the ways that we have been changed for having, for having wandered wilderness together. The physical building was never Ibrox Parish Church. We are. And so as the church, as God's church, may we listen just as closely for God's voice guiding us forward to what's next. And may we be willing to follow wherever it leads, even again into the unknown. Amen.